0: How come you ever ask us what the fuck you did, how was your day, what, what's your week? Because I don't care. Yeah, cocksucker.
1: <laughs> I ain't saying anybody's <laughs> <before>. <laughs> He knows, he knows. Welcome to episode 13 of the Ian Prendercast, another sports podcast brought to you as always by MGA Traffic, whose credo is, was and always will be, in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Bagwell. MGA Traffic... Big week. Big week. You like that one, fam?
0: <laughs> That's horrible. That's your worst.
1: <laughs> worst year. It only matters because only two people get it. I'm a big fan of it. Big week. Huge week. Before we get into the sport, saw Mission Impossible today. What Finished num- at 11th. What, what you were up to number six. Number six. <clears throat> How's um, Tom doing? Yeah, he's doing pretty well. He's, I think he's right on the lip of being... He's fine, but he's right on the lip of being too old Is that the one where he uh, like broke, Con- his, broke his, his yeah, it broke It is, yeah, he broke his ankle Oh, his ankle What's
0: Tom's character's name?
1: Ethan Hunt, not to be confused with his brother, Mike <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, or Pork Yeah
1: <laughs> um. uh, No, it's he's 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 uh, he's in the sort of window <laughs> that um, Sean Connery was <laughs> I don't know why his brother would call it Pork That's a weird name, where, where do they come from? <laughs> Um, he's right in that, like, yeah, you only live twice sort of state that Connery was, Mm. where you're like, yeah, you still look all right, but in like two years time, you'll you'll probably be getting a bit old. (laughs) 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 Is that, is it a nickname? Is Pork a nickname?
0: It is someone's, yeah, yes.
1: So he's like, you could be like Jeffrey Hunt, but they call him Pork. Correct. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. But no, it's good. I think uh, people should finish listening to us. And then they should um, go and see Mission Impossible because I think they'll have a good time. Out of five, I'm going to give it a four and four and a quarter. Jeez, that's that's good for you. It's probably a tiny bit too long, but a lot of films these days are a tiny mm. bit too long. Mm. Um, goes, I think it goes for two and a half. Would Would Fab like it? He if would you absolutely went to see it fall together? asleep in it. Fab wanted to. I, he, we were in contact as I was driving to the cinema today and asked where was his invitation. He wanted to have a sleep. That was his exact wording. <laughs> He wanted to pay fifteen dollars fifty to go and sit in a dark room and have a sleep while loud noises were happening all around him.
0: I've been in the office for for quite a while. I couldn't sleep last night, so
1: Fab said he got into the office at
0: four a.m. Four a.m. It's
1: currently seven thirty six p.m. I'm calling it's a big bullshit. Shift. That's a long shift.
0: That's it's a, a, 15 a uh, It's a v v fueled shift. Now I've had a. I've just been struggling to sleep, so I decided to get up and have come a shower to work. And come to work. Yeah, at
1: four in the Pondering about well, all Well, you work. would have had to have left your place at three
0: thirty. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yes. Correct. I reckon that's a load of shit. I reckon you're telling. You reckon you're calling bullshit on it? I am. Well, you know. But just to Mission Impossible, Alex, I think you are as a Fab is a, he doesn't really like movies because he doesn't stay awake. But um, I think as a Bond fan, I think you'll like it. I think it's it's pretty pretty good. It's I pretty am a A couple of really good car chases couple of little helicopter chase at the end.
0: He's a tra- traffic engineer, old Ethan Hunt. Well, he'd need to be because. Um, you know, he says it in one of the. Yeah, Mission he worked, Impossible he worked, three. works for the mm. DOT. There you go. So there you go. It's Cause
1: a lie because he doesn't. No.
0: No, it's his, uh, well, it's his cover. It's his cover. What, what do I really do? Yeah. yeah. This. Yeah, exactly.
1: But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. I, I very much enjoyed it. I recommend it. It's a series that's getting better and better, and um, you sort of surpass Bond in that realm of films. There was, a bit
2: a, there was a bit of a trough, a trough there in terms the, of well, the quality. The first there. one's not very good. The first one? The, the second
1: one is cracking. horrific. It's a completely different movie. It's like
0: Fast and the Furious. It started off with a good movie. It had about the six first one shit was, movies and then come back.
1: Go watch the first one and you're like, this is a, it's a weird film. Brian De Palma directed It's a completely different movie. It's a bit more espionage It's not as action y. I like that. It's Brian like, De
0: Palma. He did uh, Miami Vice.
1: No, that was uh, Michael Mann. Brian yep. De Palma did Scarface. Scarface, is that with two ends. Uh, it is two ends, yeah. yeah. Um, in the man part, not the Michael part, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not related to Leslie, man. Yeah. Uh, no, not related to that. He, she's married to um, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And they cast their kids in every film. Um, it's an interesting. Like you go watch and watch the first Mission Impossible. It's a completely different movie. And the characterization of Ethan Hunt's completely different. It's not even an action film. It's got the legendary scene when he's you know suspended from the ceiling. Mm. But the second one was. Awful, awful movie. Yeah, I don't know. Set in Australia. Terrible. Just dreadful film. And then J.J. Abrams, who's effectively the best fan filmmaker in the world, Mm. like, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, he'll take an idea that should be easy to do, and he he just makes a really expensive $200 million fan film. Mission Impossible 3, awesome movie. It's like a TV show, because he comes from TV, Alias and... Lost and Felicity comes from TV, so it's just was, a, it's a TV show.
0: I reckon Mission Impossible Three was a
1: brilliant villain too. The date oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, me, right.
0: me and Kelly went to the
1: Philip Seymour Hoffman
0: went to the cinemas and watched Mission Impossible 3, Mission Impossible Three on one of our first dates. How much did you get through? About the whole thing. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, good. Hands to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was looking at Mission Impossible Two. It was the one with Ving Rhames in it. Ving Rhames is like all of them. Has he been in all of them? Uh, Except for the first one. He's been. Are you sure he wasn't in the first one? I don't think he was in
0: the first one. He's the bloke from um, Pulp Fiction.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: When he's crossing the road, that's the best
0: thing. When <laughs> he notices him in the car.
1: <laughs> but like then, so the fourth one's aw- like the third one's <laughs> awesome. The fourth <laughs> one's really, really, really good. The fifth one was excellent. The sixth one, they just kept ratcheting it up. They got a bit of a spectre thing going on with a Blofeld type character. It's, it's excellent. It's a really good film, and I think you'll have a good time if you go and watch it.
0: Beautiful. More we're a sports podcast, so we'll move on. We'll, we'll move on
1: to sports now. Uh, <laughs> AFL, the big news of the day. Tom Lynch has told the Gold Coast Suns that he'll be exercising his right what? to free agency and returning to Melbourne.
0: Worst kept secret in...
1: I'm not sure why he needed year. to say it.
0: He's not playing anymore.
1: No, it apparently told um, the club admin, the leadership group and the staff uh, and the players uh, today that he will not be uh, returning next season.
0: Mind you, the Gold Coast Suns can match it and force him to.
1: They can, but I don't think they will because they'll want the compo pick that will be better than what anyone can offer them. So the compo pick will be, at this stage, pick three.
0: Pick three. Is pick three better than two first-round picks? Well, or oh, you can pick use two. pick three to make two first-round Yeah, first and round they've picks. got
1: the leverage now to take whoever they want, depending on what Carlton do at one. If we take Lukosius, they might take the Kings. They might up the ante on Adelaide. They might get Adelaide's picks as a bit of you know
0: leverage. I reckon we're, we're looking more towards Sam Walsh yeah. at the moment. I think we. Need I to, don't know why I have that. Have that I think film. we need
1: to play the Lukosius card, though.
0: Oh, absolutely! To Adelaide, we do, yeah. Yeah, We
1: absolutely need to play that card mm-hmm. to make sure we we get the player we want plus something else. If we don't want Lukoshus, because Lukoshus is the asset in the
2: in the draft.
0: Alex, who do you think we'll go pick one or two?
2: Who's the guy? Oh, I've went? been I've been searching, you know, the Mission Impossible um, casts. Yeah, be, was he in the first he one? I the first yeah, one. I thought he was. Yeah, he was in the first yeah. one. Yeah, and and he, he
1: went away for one of them. Maybe he was only in a tiny bit of three. Yeah, there is one missing here. Um, he wasn't in three so much, and then they brought him back in as as. Uh, Ethan's um, L- Mr Fixer. I think he Luther was working Stickle. with
2: Pork Luther Stickle Yeah
1: I think uh, Luther was working with Pork In the one that he missed It was He was, <laughs> he was on an offshoot mission um, So yeah Lynch No surprise Obviously everyone thinks It'll be one of three Hawthorne, Richmond, Collingwood it will
0: be um, I reckon Richmond they, Players love to do that Go to a club that's In the premiership window They get to the party
1: too late Yeah They miss the party Hello Jager Well yeah it's, it's just, There's a lot of examples of it You go to a. Hi Tom Mitchell Oh boy, yeah
0: I got seventy five thousand possessions today. Congratulations, mate, you're finishing ninth.
1: <laughs> yeah, they've they've arrived at the party. The DJ's pack it up. Yeah. Everyone's leaving. All the cool kids are left to left their gone. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that's that's the big news. That'll be discussed and talked about over the next couple of days and there's really nothing more to add other than I suppose just confirmation of what we all knew. We all knew that he was leading. We all knew that he's coming to one of those three clubs. Yep. That seems to be the only what would throw it for a loop, obviously, is if he came out and said, I want to go to Carlton, whoever Essendon, Mm. that would be the only interesting thing because at the moment it's a race in three and you would have to say that um, Collingwood and Richmond are front of the queue, Hawthorne are manoeuvring in the back, but we'll have to wait and see uh, how that one...
0: I I texted you midweek and said, and I apologise for my voice being a little bit croaky today, but um, ideally, you know, if if Gold Coast did match the bid, which, you know, was within their rights, no one's done it yet... Mm -hmm match the bid to force him to stay because he's a restricted free agent. He cracks it because he doesn't want to stay there and nominates for the preseason draft and he <laughs> walks to Carlton for free. That would be... Uh, that would be magnificent. That would be deal, magnificent. It's the pie, in the, pie in the sky stuff. But um, it's it's kind of the kickstart that a club like us would I need. I think he's got just... It's as, the Nick Stevens thing. He he's he's, to get he's to got just
1: as much of a chance of winning a flag with us as he does at Hawthorne or Collingwood.
0: Oh, well, not... That's well, based on the evidence Collingwood have given us, and I know you have this theory that there's a lot of what-ifs. There's two there's so a, na- a what-if narrative You know, what the, be- you know what
1: the beautiful thing? Collingwood are living a charmed life at the moment. They've got the perfect alibi. They, yeah. weren't, they weren't winning the flag. They weren't winning the flag. They're not good enough to They're win the flag. the third the flag. best team in the comp
0: You know, have majority they of the have year.
1: Beaten, They have beaten nobody. Their only meritorious victory of the season was against Melbourne. They've had one really dead set. Geez, that's a, Given the way the ladder is shaped out and the teams around them have performed.
0: That was a, a certainty of mine, if you recall. It was.
1: We've stopped doing those. They just disappeared. They yeah. were retired without anyone you, talking you, about you them. You cracked
0: crack the shits.
2: No, I did not bounce back from that.
0: <laughs> do you remember that, <laughs> Ed?
2: There's, there's not enough sport kicking about to do
1: Probably not. But
0: We're in the middle of off-season. Yeah. And we're nowhere near... Oh, we weren't near the finals of AFL. So it was all a bit down.
1: But, but. I think that as I said this, this whole Collingwood thing at the moment is is the perfect alibi for them it's a perfect yeah. alibi and it allows them to sell this positivity going to next year because all the nuffy fans will be thinking "Oh, we're going to imagine how good we're going to be with all these guys
0: but they may well be we oh, don't I think know they are. I the think only problem I, I, I see Collingwood having and I say this to my father-in-law a lot, who's, a, who's a Collingwood supporter is you say oh wait till we get Jamie Elliott I, I just honestly you again can't, he's you broken can't bank on him I don't all reckon right. he, he's your bonus. If all of a sudden you start to roll and then Jamie Elliott comes in and puts together three months of football, you're lucky. But don't count him. Don't count on Ben Reid. Don't count on, you know, where the unfortunate thing with Collingwood is they've lost midfielders, you know, key midfielders, young midfielders.
1: What happened? Darcy Moore goes to Sydney.
0: I don't think Darcy Moore's ever been that good.
1: Yeah, no, he's a young player developing. But if he goes to Sydney, that's a big chunk of it. They're they're not losing a guy making up the numbers. They're not losing a guy... 18 to 30 on their list.
0: Sydney have cap issues, and I don't see how accommodating Darcy Moore. Well,
1: Kieran Jack will go this year, I reckon. Jared McVeigh will
0: be close to going this year. Yeah.
1: That equals a Darcy Moore.
0: Yeah, well, Buddy Franklin's on 1.8 billion dollars. No, seven. but I
1: think his I think his salary will be front loaded. I think that will be coming down year on year.
0: I still think they've got problems.
1: I don't I don't disagree. I think they're 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 they've pulled out the the putty and they're trying to you know. Well, but that's the, why they're, 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 to they're looking plunk.
0: to drop out, drop out the the older, more established talent at the end of this year to fix it all. But it might literally just all these fringe players who we keep getting told are very good. And don't this is not Heaney or um, Mills or Mills, but you know the other players who you know Hewitts, for example, who look good because they're playing at Sydney. Harry Cunningham. Yeah, take out. Harry you know, Rowan. Your your. your Experienced midfield core and see how good they are now.
1: Well, that's what happens. You get exposed. That that underbelly gets exposed once mm. the top-tier guys go. Mm. Um, one of my favourite parts of the week thus far has been people. They haven't really embraced it fully. Geelong have kind of embraced it and people – it hasn't been outwardly said, but if you remember um, the famous line uttered by Lee Matthews prior to playing the the, uh, the Bombers back in 2001 –
0: but in the grand final? No,
1: it was earlier in the year, I think. No. From a very, very famous movie.
0: you know, inform us? I just
1: don't know how you couldn't get this one. If it bleeds... ah, oh, we can kill it? We can, we can, kill, kill, can kill it. it. They the apparently charm. Lethal showed um, lethal showed the Lions boys Predator. They watched Predator. And the message from it is clubs always work on themes, the theme of the week. So like
0: was- Clarkson's shark mentality? Yeah, spot about- on.
1: So the oh. idea was... Uh, Lee, obviously a big fan of um, John McTiernan's 1987 action classic and uh, showed them Predator. And the theme was, if it bleeds, we can kill it. This Essendon team is not, you know, perfect. We can beat them. I love it that there's clubs are starting to embrace this with, a little bit with Richmond. I love it. I think as we start to get towards the end of the year, Geelong have a crack this week. GWS will be licking their lips to have another crack at them. I think teams are embracing this idea that... They're not indefeatable, Undefeatable. We, we can, we can get them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I think it's just great. I think internally, I love it, love it. I think clubs are internally ratcheting this up, and it's just a small thing that happened this week, and it wasn't fully embraced, but um, it was just a nice callback to a to a nice little moment, you know, seventeen, eighteen odd years ago. Yep. If it please we can kill it. Have you heard that? you ever? You would have seen the um, Predator the musical. No, these guys online I didn't are so good. No, no, it's not a, what they do is these guys online. Shout out to Nick um, Buck. To Nick Buck. Uh, Nick Buck had no hand in Predator the musical, but um, these guys <laughs> take these. Uh, when you classic, say it was a musical, it was they, well, just they take classic
2: movies off Broadway pace.
1: And what they do is they they make one song. Okay, so they take a movie and they did one on Predator as if it bleeds, we can kill it. And they use parts of Alan Silvestri's score and they do funny um, impersonations of the actors in them, and they it's brilliant.
0: Is this this a Darabin Community Arts Centre type... No, it's on YouTube. These guys, they
1: genuinely... Seriously, you scoff. You listen to one of them on YouTube. I think they're meant to be brothers. I think they're brothers. They did one on Conan, uh, the Barbarian, uh, Predator, Aliens, um, Commando. Classic Arnie things. And they're they're freaking brilliant. And um, the people bringing this up this week reminded me of that. So I spent today listening to their works on uh, YouTube.
0: Did you do any work today? So far, you've been at the cinemas i surfing YouTube. <laughs> I'm surfing
1: YouTube whilst out on my round.
0: Oh. You, just, oh, you shouldn't on cycle, life, you shouldn't cycle on,
1: on YouTube. Break no, something. no, I, you, know, you bring up a playlist on YouTube and it just cycles through them. You know, I've oh, okay. got the headphones in.
2: Okay.
1: I'm not watching the you screen. You didn't need to watch it. Okay, no, you don't need okay. to watch it. Like, It's cut with bits of the film, but okay. I might. Uh, we might play a little bit of that later on in the outro or something. Mm, probably not. No, I'll make the fucking call on my mate <laughs> And I think <laughs> we will. Um some interesting news, which yep. I quite like the sound of the AFL. There was a bit of chatter this week that the AFL may push as early as this year the trade deadline into prime time. So the end of the trade period may conclude at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time and be covered on Fox footy like deadline day, yep. nice, like your NFL style thing, to make a bit more of a show of it. Yeah. and recap all the deals. It doesn't just end at 2 in the afternoon good. or yeah, Friday. At least they're
0: trying to do
2: something. 1% increase. in oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, improvements. Yeah, well, I heard good. that and thought... They'll,
0: they'll, they'll stuff it up like when they wanted to amp the draft oh, up, God. and then they did the top 10 countdown top-, top ten countdown back to front. It was terrible. So the number one draft pick was revealed last. It was
1: revealed 10th.
0: Oh, oh, that's, that's a frigging anticlimax, climax isn't it? No, Surely someone
1: in the room when that was being discussed said, that sounds stupid. Oh. We're not doing that.
0: Everyone gets behind closed doors, picks, and then we re- announce them in reverse we, order. So we
1: do the draft through ten picks, yeah. and then we will no, reverse it back. to... Fr- it was that's fucking terrible. stupid, but moving it to prime time, I think would be it'd be a bit of fun. Be a bit mm-hmm. of fun. We covered. They'll obviously have. Um, it'll be like deadline day in the in the UK. They'll make a big deal of it. Maybe someone will get attacked with a dildo.
0: I love deadline day. <laughs> I love deadline day. It's you always wa- for us. We wake up to deadline day, just finishing.
1: Yep. I just want to clarify: a UK correspondent got attacked with a dildo on, you needed to on clarify, Sky. Yeah. I, I thought that that was left hanging a little okay, bit. The guy was we'll, doing a we'll, live cross, and we'll a guy tweet put, it. We'll, like, we'll put it the, on our Twitter. The Twitter. Sky reporter was doing a live cross from a car park in like West Brom or something, <laughs> and, a, and a, someone from the crowd came up and put a purple dildo in his ear. As he was on air, it was hilarious. Love it, love it. How he did, didn't. How did he respond? Do you remember the? I think he didn't realise it was a dildo until oh, later. Obviously, okay. He was like, "Ah, oh, hopefully he didn't." What's was that? Do you remember when Julia, of-
0: Julian De Stoop, when um, Aaron Baines, yes, and, 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 Patty and Patty Mills were behind, with were behind him trophy. with the NBA trophy? And he, he just that, he's like, "Get the hell out of here!" He yeah. actually
1: pushed Patty Mills, who had had shoulder surgery <laughs> in his
0: shoulder. They as well. actually had the NBA trophy. It would have
1: been a great story to have. Them if on. he had, if he had the wherewithal and have
0: gone, it was outside the. You Holton got the, the trophy, you the Lexus Centre, Westpac Centre, whatever it was called the He time. also
1: got, uh, of course, um, at Carlton, the guy with the air horn came out. Pup was his name. He came out with the air horn and, and air horned him in the car park when they were they were hanging around waiting for news on Brett Ratton to be sacked or whatever, uh, the media. And uh, he came out the side entrance and blew an air horn in his ear mm. as he was doing a live cross. <laughs> you don't remember that? No, I don't. Uh, he copped a little bit of flack for that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Paul air Jules. In the year, that's not good. So that's sad. But uh, the other news, obviously, the VFL will be trialling some rule changes this week.
0: Were you we seriously going to talk about VFL?
1: No, the VFL will be trialling um, the 6-6-6 six, six, and and six the bigger goal square.
0: I don't think...
1: In one game. Coburg versus Williamstown, maybe? They've tried stuff somewhere.
0: in the past, haven't they? Like kicking backwards. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, stuff yeah. Like. and the Sandful have last touch out of pounds mm. and... But, yes, yeah, so that, that'll be interesting. That's actually match of the day on Saturday. So any AFL fans keen to see what the 6-6-6, six, six, and six, the starting points, look like? Cool. Uh, Channel 7's broadcast of the VFL. It's Coburg versus... I think it's Wormstown. It's them versus someone. Who the Hawks um, got? The Box Hill Hawks. We've mm. got Collingwood oh, cool. at uh, Box Hill City Oval, 2 p.m. There you go. On uh, Sunday. Big game. Fourth v. Fifth. Huge game. Huge. Teams are separated by um, just percentage. Um, lastly, before we sort of move off AFL... The MRP, Fabian.
0: Yes. They're a rabble. Well, isn't an MRO.
1: A match review officer. They're an absolute it's, it's, it's disgrace. Gone, it's, it's gone
0: from a group of nuff-nuffs to one singular enough nuff in Michael Christian.
1: He's he's not um, he's not handled this well. It started off with best intentions, started off as quite a good idea, and then his he, handling of it certain cases. And, and look, we refer, not just as Carlton fans, I, I don't want it to sound like that. Charlie Curdo gets a week for, it's a silly act, it's worth a fine. For some players, it's not even worth that. There's been precedent. Stephen May performed an act that has been legislated out of the game for a decade.
0: And what they're trying to really push out of it.
1: That, that has been that action that Stephen May, you opt a bump, you've hit the guy up the middle, you've hit him high. It's a deliberate decision. You know, it got up. That's the, He got up. But no, they have actively legislated that mm. out of the sport for a decade. And they went, that's a week. And they went, Charlie's sort of silly little innocuous. Ta- oh, that's a week as well. Just pathetic. Especially when you had cases. Tom Mitchell got off for the same offence. Uh, Zach Jones punched Merritt in the like in the throat and got a fine. It's just sit there and go again and again and again. They make a rod for their own back. The AFL again and again and again. And it's just frustrating. It's just so annoying mm. that you've got seemingly these layups and they just keep keep just you know. What's the turn of phrase when you you stuff up a layup? Is that called anything? It's just you a stuffed
0: know. up. It's just a stuffed up layer. Oh, so no one says like, oh, he S- bottled it, bottled it, or whatever. <laughs> I think I think it's the just... term is a layer. Yeah. Like go, oh, that just, was a layer. Yeah,
2: you're right. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Stuffed or I don't
0: know. Well, Depends on the circumstances, but we well, moving on, on.
1: Who's on the phone?
0: Oh, we, we got we got. The Oracle ready to go talk about tour de France. Well,
1: I've got just briefly before we move off AFL. Yep, we're, we're going to try something sort of just a little bit different here. I'm going to put some short questions to you, Ooh. and we won't we won't you know stagnate on these answers too long. But it's yep. just a little talking points, and I've got one that uh, Alex and Fab can answer. The first one's probably more directed at Fab. The second is uh, more directed at Alex. Patrick Cripps should be all Australian captain. No. I think he will be. And that's why I say this. I think he will be All-Australian captain.
0: Thoughts, Alex? Who else? I love who else, is,
2: who else is in the running?
1: Well, see, that's the thing. So last year, Alex Rance, because it was a bit of a transitional All-Australian team. Mm-hmm. This will be Patrick croops's first year in the team. He will be the starting sentiment or one of the followers. Yep. He won't be on the bench. He'll be a starting A-team player. Well, that's what I hope. He has led the team in the absence of Murph this year. He will yep. be Carlton's captain next year. And no, no player has carried his club, let I, alone I, I, his team, disagreeing with better, more publicly, under more scrutiny, and with better distinction than Patrick Cripps has this year. He is fast becoming the best player in the game. He's absolutely in the conversation for it. And along with that, he's fast becoming one of the better leaders in the game. He's embraced the role of the captaincy during a really tricky time for the club, and he's been outstanding whilst carrying that burden.
0: Are I there, are there be, club captains... Who would make the All Australian team? Other well, so, club captains.
1: Well, that's the thing. Maybe someone like a Cochin, possibly. But you look at it, I, I think that the way that Cripps has performed under such.
0: How's Cochin making the All Australian team?
1: I'm just saying if he, if he was to make the team, hmm. he's a club captain. But guys like Walker isn't making it. You know, Beams and Zorko have obviously had a bit of a handover mid Pendle
0: probably on the bench, though.
1: He shouldn't be in the team yep. um, based on his year. Dustin Martin shouldn't be anywhere near the 18 a- based on the year he he's had. Oh, but now,
0: I said this, and we'll bring Tim. You know this because he's probably got something to say on it as well, but um, Dustin Martin hasn't played in midfield. No. He's pushed forward a lot. So Dustin Martin gets a game, a gig in the All-Australian. In I terms just of, think he's forward. In terms of the midfield, like doesn't Kripps, the midfield. Higgins,
1: Mitchell have all had better, much better, well, even Clayton Oliver have all had better years as midfielders, Yep. but I, like I said, it's one of those things I would not at all bat an eyelid if Cripps was named All-Australian captain this year. Alex Rance got it last year. Mm-hmm. Secondly, for Alex,
2: and Fab, of course, you could answer this as well. There's an article in here with the mid-season All-Australian team. Yep. Cripps in it? No, he's not.
1: Oh, you know, that was – I remember this at the time. That was lambasted heavily because he wasn't in it. Okay. People sort of – I remember it was on AFL.com. Yes, it is. Yeah, There, people,
0: was, there was one – I think it might have been a Victorian team that I'm thinking of. But no. Kate Simpson was in one of the teams and I just – Well, yeah.
1: um, secondly, Alex, Orazio Fantasia – Fantasia. I'll pay Fantasia. that. Well, well, done. Fantasia. Fantasia. Yeah. Is the best small forward in the AFL? No. I'm saying on form. On form? I reckon he's pretty close at the moment. He's come yeah, back from I'm injury. I'm he's, trying
0: to think of who's... He's been great. Who's That's better. A
1: questions. Who, who mm. else is in the
2: contention, I suppose.
1: Well, I think on form, last couple of weeks, he's been the most dangerous small forward in I the game. with you there. He's been really, really, dangerous. really good for the Bombers.
0: It's probably a good chance for us to just to bring Timbo into this conversation. Tim, thanks for joining us.
3: Uh, good evening, everybody. How are we? I'm go well, go thank go you. Hello. Tim?
0: Timbo, who do you think is the best small forward in the AFL at the moment?
3: It's <sighs> a good question. Um, Sean's question? So good question, it's Sean. It's question without a whole lot of notice. Um, look, I uh, overheard what you were saying. Orazio Fantasia at his best huh? Yeah? <laughs> is it, is it? Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, at his best, isn't bad. I think he's missed a fair bit of footy, though, earlier in the year, hasn't he, Sean? He has, yeah, he, he has. But yep. I'm just
1: saying, since he's come back, his last few weeks have been outstanding.
3: Yeah, I accept that. Accept that. Um Daniel Menzel's missed a little, uh, little bit of footy, but his best footy of late has been okay. He probably doesn't lay enough tackles. Um, Obviously,
1: Toby Green, Lambert
3: qualify as a small four? No, no, no.
0: Toby Green
1: is he, in the conversation. He is more
3: midfield.
0: Uh, Toby, Toby Green's missed too much football. He has missed too much. I'm Toby saying Green on form.
1: Played. Mm.
3: I'm saying um, on
0: exposed form.
3: J- Jaden Stevenson's been okay at times for a young player, as has Ben Ronki from Sydney, and they've probably stepped up and played pretty good footy. Um, Similarly, Liam Ryan and Willie Rioli have bobbed up over in West Coast when they've played well. Um, I mean, the usual suspects of the um, Toby McLeans and Luke Dalhouse at at Western Bulldogs, you'd probably have in your team playing that role, but are they exclusive small forwards? Probably not.
1: Can I ask you, Tim, how do you think uh, Eddie Betts is tracking at the moment?
3: Well... Fab and I have always had a lot of discussions about an all-Australian team, and we believe you're often in there over a body of work over a couple of years. Yep. So a little bit like what you were saying before, on this season's form, Dustin Martin doesn't make it, but after his season of last year, he probably gets in. And if there is the absence of another quality small forward this year to absolutely justify being in there, the Eddie Betts of the world probably get in on a carryover um, uh, approach themselves.
1: What did you uh, make of my assertion that Patrick Cripps not could be, I think he will be the All-Australian captain?
3: Uh, while you were saying that, I was racking my brain as to who could possibly get in There's a transition of him. There's
1: a transition um, in this team at the moment of younger type uh, players? With,
3: ab- look, absolutely. I, the, the, only, the only guy that immediately springs to mind as the captain of his own club that I think could challenge would probably be Shannon Hearn.
1: Yeah, um, that's not bad.
3: I, I'm a massive Scott Pendlebury fan, but I, I I think he's had a very vanilla season this year. I think he's done much of what's been asked of him, but I don't think he's been stellar. I think at you know when they were playing their best football during the year, their two best midfielders have clearly been Steele Sidebottom and Adam Trelaw. And Scott Pendlebury gets to go about his business, and that's fine. But he certainly doesn't carry the load that Patrick Cripps carries as a leader of his team with. Um, yeah, senior players of the ilk of Murphy, Doherty, Gibbs, and Cruz are not around him as they had been in the previous year. Um, I think, as a player that leads by example, that opposition sides respect and fear, you know, probably in equal measures, um, as you said, unless you, unless you recognise a, an up and coming leader at another club that's not captain of his own team, to me, Patrick Cripps is almost. Almost a certainty, and you think really, it, as captain in the All-Australian team. I, 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 I think it just happens.
1: Do you think, uh, obviously, before we move off that topic, um, who uh, who tagged Patrick Cripps when Carlton played Collingwood? Can anyone remember who Nathan Buckley sent to, to Cripper that day? It was Pendles, wasn't it? Was it was Scott Pendlebury. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, move on to the next AFL talking point. Lance Franklin's move north has and will remain a failure.
0: Well, hasn't won a flag.
1: Hasn't won a flag. I think that's the that's the that's, metric because yeah. that's why he was recruited.
0: Yeah, have that. He's played in grand final. Two. Actually, he played well in the in the grand final in which they got smashed.
1: He played. He's played in two losers, and then he didn't play one final series because he had um, personal like mental health issues. That's right. Uh, so he didn't play one final series in totality. Now, didn't
0: he play? He played one of those losing grand finals. It was at Hawthorne.
1: No, he played. Played two losers for Sydney, fourteen and sixteen.
3: Hawthorne, and he lost to... Bulldogs. ...Western Bulldogs.
0: I, I forgot about the Bulldogs, yeah. So yeah, they, you're right.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: like and, he, and he rolled his ankle in, at about the four-minute mark of the uh, Western Bulldogs' grand final, and everybody's gone bananas over the great game that Joel Hamling played on him in it. And I think Joel Hamling's a, a handy footballer, but he was playing on Buddy Franklin on one leg, and, and even then, Buddy Franklin was still the player that, that threatened to rip the game apart anyway... Um, and in the end get ended up getting paid about five or six hundred grand a year <laughs> in a move yeah. to um, to Fremantle at the end of the season. It was uh, the, the quintessential case of uh, being in the right place at the right time.
0: I, you- I, I ultimately think it's a failure, not on his part, but I think by him going there on the money he's had to go there on... It's choked them up. It's choked them up, and there's key parts they haven't been able to recruit and assemble to go that extra step. Now, oh, mind you... Oh. They've they've got to the last day in September twice.
1: I think their window. I think their window was absolutely open with him in the team. I think it's shut now.
0: Oh, it's closed. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: What about you, Alex? Buddy, North, success,
2: failure, otherwise undecided. No, I agree. It's a bit of, bit of a failure, isn't it, when you talk about it um, in terms of premierships? But um, do you think it's? Do I think it's closed the window? Yeah, I think it is.
1: I think that they need to go through a pretty major regeneration. And whether or not he's still there, more well, than importantly, it can't he, happen with him. there. Canada. More importantly, the cliff, the cliff is coming. That's that classic, you know, in uh, Creed when um, he said that time is the undefeated champion. He said, "What you know? What what was the end of it?" And he goes, "Well, time. Time beats everyone." Mm. Buddy Franklin's still playing all right footy, but he's not. So buddy, he is, yeah. he's not Buddy of five years ago.
0: I think moments of brilliance. Moments. I think Geelong, Hawthorne, Sydney—they're like lemmings. They're kind of just following each other to, to no, the No, no, I agree,
3: I agree completely. And I
0: agree completely. Hopefully fall off. Do
3: I get to say here? Yeah. Resounding success, oh, no. Buddy Franklin. Resounding success. <laughs> I, I would envisage a number of Sydney supporters that are running around with number 23 on their back. I would imagine the crowds that they're attracting up in Sydney because Buddy Franklin is there, are possibly the best they've had in the last... 15 years, sure. um, I think you know, if, if what you hear at the moment that he's, he's trained for 20 minutes this season he he's still had the season that he's had um, if he can get pre-seasons into him and continue going, his aerobic capacity he will see out the next 5 years of his contract without a problem at all mm. I'm fascinated to see whether they'll start pushing him more into the midfield um, I, I, I do however, agree 100% with the um the approach that what has his recruitment and the dominance of their own salary cap that he is taking, what has it meant, what's been the opportunity cost of what they've been able to keep along the journey. Now, if Patrick Cripps doesn't win the Brownlow this year, there's a very strong chance that Tom Mitchell does. If you haven't recruited uh, Buddy Franklin, you probably hang on to a Tom Mitchell, Um This season, Kurt Tippett's salary cap's going to drop off what they've um, been paying, and he was being paid a hefty wage as well. Um, They've been able to re-sign Aaliyah Aaliyah along the way, and I think he shows great promise and probably ends up being the replacement for Heath Grundy. Um, Callum Mills has been a defender who's been um, forgotten about this season with the injuries that he's had. Ben Reid, the second most injured player in the competition behind Lockie Henderson.
1: Behind his brother. His brother.
3: And, and potentially his brother as well. Um, he's He adds a stability to that team when he's up and going, but it's such a rare thing that it happens that, you know, when can you rely upon it? Um, they've probably had a um, a renaissance in the ruck with the season that um, Callum Sinclair's had, which has probably been a surprise. Um, and obviously they've added... Ben Ronke to this list. Um, I think Will Hayward as a young forward is probably one of the brightest young stars in the competition. We know what Isaac Heaney's doing. um, And the young fella, Oliver Florent, I think is going to go on to become a seriously good midfielder. So I think... I think you're saying the window's closed, and I get why you're saying that the window is closed. um, But I reckon... It might be a couple of years away from a bit of an upswing again, but but what yeah. happens with the Josh Kennedy in the meantime, does Daniel Hanabry find his form again or not, um, probably remains to be seen. But again, I would say financially, the impact of having Buddy Franklin on the field up in Sydney and from a marketing perspective a perspective, marketing perspective and maintaining relevance in an era where they were probably fearing GWS was going to explode up there, having him as a marquee man in their city has been an absolutely strategic gem of a decision and I think we'll say at the end of ten years the impact that he's had on that team has beat Stella.
1: Would you would you say
3: they win a premiership or not?
1: Would you say that had he gone to GWS he would have been just as well paid and he'd also be a premiership player well he is already, but he'd have at least one more premiership.
3: Uh, yeah I do. I do agree with that.
1: So he'd have just as much money, the league would have just as much coverage, that club would have just as much exposure, and he'd actually be he's already a two time premiership player, but he'd have at least one more
3: yeah, I, look, I would agree with that. The only question I would say is you're paying that much money to a guy like that. Um, a, a team that I think from a cultural and maturity perspective might have needed a stronger leader and sinking all your money into a guy like Buddy who, who you don't bring in your team from a leadership or culture perspective at all probably could have been the wrong decision, whereas the strength of culture and identity that you have in Sydney, you can you can hide his lack of... Um, seniority, leadership, it's the maturity, culture. It's the blood um, culture, and just rely on his output mm. and and let his the example that he mm. uh, that he shows from a athletic perspective still rubs off on everybody around him.
0: Tim, for all that love and, and beautiful analysis that you just gave the Sydney Swans, the jerking of that football club that you continue to do—it's ridiculous. Alex, Alex said in two sec. Alex said. To sum it up, the key measurable is winning premierships. They haven't won them, and they won't win them. So I would agree with not like I, no, no, Alex's no. original sentiment was that it, it's ultimately been a failure. And it's not like Chris yeah, yeah, Judd is it?
1: It's not like when Juddy came to Carlton. Carlton needed a Messiah off the field to bring the fans back, to bring the relevance back, to bring sponsors in, to lift the place. Sydney didn't need that in that to that extent.
3: Well, what Tim, what Sydney always needs that up there. I think Sydney is such a fickle sporting supporting town. But if you don't give them a reason to stay on board, they'll fall away. And I think Sydney Swans are still trying to consolidate their place in Sydney and their relevance and that justification. And I think the role that Lance Franklin has uh, played in this current era and will continue to play in the next five years cannot be understated.
1: Why do they hire Wai Kepa to do a bunch of sportsman's
0: nights? What you effectively said, you basically turned Buddy Franklin into Izzy Folau. Effectively.
3: Well, yeah, but Izzy Folau was just a dude that just wandered around. He didn't have any impact on the ground.
0: Yeah, but all your measurables were all those intangibles like marketing and people and foothold and all the other bullshit, but winning premierships... That's what he was recruited. ...they haven't do. done.
3: Is Adam, has Adam Trelaw been a good recruitment by the Collingwood Football Club?
1: Yeah, but he wasn't recruited solely and wholly. And their window's not closed? No.
3: No, but you, you take my point that you can recruit somebody who can add... Volumes to your team, but it doesn't necessarily mean you end up winning premierships.
1: Mm. I think that's, it. Oh, I do agree, I think that's an important thing to say that only one team wins the flag every year.
3: Exactly right. You, no, you, I get get that. A, you get a guy for 10 years, and the way the system works, in 10 years, the AFL would like to see 10 different premiers. It might not be you guys, and the moment you get it's, dynasties, your opportunities fall away, but just because you're not winning the premiership, I mean, again, he's played in two grand finals for five biz- years.
2: It's
0: a business that's at the end
3: It's not, not a failure, it's not winning, but it's not a failure. Mm.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree with everyone. Oh. Yeah, particularly me.
0: <laughs> Sean's agreeing with everybody.
1: Everyone gets
3: a car. <laughs> <laughs> can,
2: can I ask uh, Tim a question? Please, coach. Far away. Fire away. Uh, Fire I, think away. You, I think you touched on the the Brownlow. Who's your Who's your tip for for the Brownlow, Timo? You like a like a bet?
3: Well, um, I have a bet to win about. on Patrick Cripson as a Carlton supporter and talking through my pocket, I'd say he win by at least six votes. But (laughs) realistically, realistically, um, if Jackson McRae hadn't done the hamstring, I think he would have been awfully hard to beat. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Tom Mitchell proved last year that he does get votes. I think Sean Higgins has proved that he gets votes. Um, And I think the vote is out on whether Max Gorn will attract votes, but yeah. I would say between Gorn, Mitchell, Higgins and Cripps, you'll find the winner. Yep.
2: I think the predictor here on, on the AFL side has got Gorn at 18 votes at the moment and Cripps is on 21. See, we I won, don't agree so. with that. So who's who's leading?
1: Cripps, See, 21. See, the thing is, at the moment, Cripps' only chance of winning, because we've only played in two wins, he's been unbelievable, but Cripps' only chance of winning the medal is a count. He, he's, the winning tally has to be like 24. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. He yeah. can't win it with twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty. It has to be twenty-four, twenty-five. Yeah, agree.
0: Yeah.
3: The funny thing is, Hawthorne haven't won that many games. I mean, they're they're hanging around the eight, and they're going to go awfully close. But if they have a season where they have eleven or twelve wins, that, that's not well, guaranteed. And no, one's, well, they've got, no got, Tom, one's Tom, taken got Tom a lot Mitchell of votes from Tom 20. Mitchell, and yeah. Yeah. we've heard in the media in a lot of instances he's had games where he's had forty-plus possessions, and he hasn't ended up in people's votes. Uh, in in um, on oh, the media. And radio other- and whatnot. So he, unlike Patrick Cripps, when he absolutely dominates, he doesn't get cheap footy. Cripps Every is- and everything that he does has an impact on the game and his team. Whereas Mitchell does. Ra- rack him up and yeah. there can be a bit of junk in it. There's some gold in it as well, don't get me wrong at all. I'm not saying that he's he's a useless footballer by he's any he's stretch a of the imagination. Yeah. There's
0: thoroughly enough there's enough Sydney and Mitchell for Tim to give him some he... luck.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> he's a thoroughly modern player in that regard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well we We're gonna move on to uh on to uh, your uh well firstly you, you went up on the you went up to the Gold Coast on the weekend did you not?
3: Oh, that is correct. We—I um, became the uh, cultural attaché for the Gold Coast. I thought, you were, the,
1: I thought you were the cultural attaché of um, Provence or whatever it was called.
3: I, I'm very flexible, Sean. I'm very flexible.
1: I want you to take me through, um, take me through briefly your emotions watching the Tour de France time trial, <laughs> individual time trial, please.
3: Well, given that, um, as we are waiting for the Carlton Gold Coast game to start. A mate of mine and I checked out the odds on Sportsbet and found that Chris Froome was paying twelve dollars. And given that Chris Froome, at his very best, was every chance of winning it, you thought, can he pull out mm-hmm. one of the great performances um, and get up and get a stage win there? The answer to the question was no, he can't. By how but, much? But uh, <laughs> so as he as as Thomas Tom Dumoulin crossed the line the official result said that Froome was one second in front of him and no more than 90 seconds later, they said, oh, there's been a glitch with the timing and all of a sudden, Dumoulin is one second ahead of Chris okay. Froome. And we got to watch the last 60 seconds as Geraint Thomas crossed the line 14 seconds behind. So for, for a 60-second period, a mate of mine and I were $600 and $750 uh, respectively uh, ahead on the punt, only to have it cruelly stolen away. And when you... You don't mind losing, but, but when you lose, and you lose by one second, yeah, that's, and that's you've that's actually right. been on the podium, uh, you know, top spot on the podium <laughs> for, a, for an instant, it's... Um, it's a shitty way to lose. Well, put Timbo, it that
0: way. Timbo, Sound like Apollo Creed? was shitty at Rocky because he got bitten by one second.
3: Now, Timbo, you got one are, second, you, one second only. <laughs> that's I, a hard I feel, for a, a I, man of my intellect to take.
1: I feel your pain, Timbo. You may recall several weeks ago I had a certainty that didn't get up by half a point. Oh, oh, been way And and I've got to concede to that one. I feel <laughs> your pain. I sympathy pangs uh, for you on this one. Because, do you know? Oh, I do massively. I, I can imagine that. But as all good punters would know, the only thing better than a win is a narrow defeat. It becomes a story.
3: <laughs> that is true. It, it makes for a better story, it does. doesn't it? correct.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. All right. Anything
0: else on the tour, Tim, that you wanted to touch on? Who won it?
3: Oh, well, So, in the end, Garant Thomas did win it. Uh, I think when we left off last time, we'd been talking about the 17th stage that Nairo Quintana had won. And at that point, there was two mountain stages and the time trial to go. Um, and uh, one of the one fella, a bloke called Primoz Roglic, put in a fantastic performance on stage 19, which actually knocked Froome out of the top three. Uh, and Roglic has been a former world champion time trialist and was one of the favourites on Sportsbet to be able to take it out, along with the Dutchman Tom Dumoulin, who was sitting second on the podium at the time. Um, so it really shaped as a, uh, a genuine possibility that Froome wasn't going to finish on the podium. And in the end, as we said, Froome time-trialled t- time terrifically. Dumoulin ended up winning the stage, as we said, all bit a little bit controversially, but he maintained his second position and Geraint Thomas ultimately finished third in the stage but was only beaten by 14 seconds. I think if he needed to give it to himself and go a little bit harder, he probably had a little bit more in, his, in the tank But when you're leading the tour by a minute and 50 seconds, um, your primary goal is to stay safe, get around all the corners, make sure you finish in one piece, and the rest just takes care of itself. As we said, Froome to his credit, time-trialled fantastically, was stiff not to win, and Roglic, who had, there was a lot of high hopes and there was the the talk that he could potentially even move into second if he had a great time-trial, ended up finishing nearly a minute and a half back and, um, and having won the stage the day before, you thought he might have been in great form, um, but obviously, that performance probably just blunted him enough to uh, to see him slip out of the top three. So, um, but he's still relatively young, and he'll have other opportunities. But in the end, while there weren't huge, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't it was weird. It wasn't a great Tour de France this year in that the competitiveness that you've had in other stage wasn't there. It was really only down to a select few. Well,
1: that's going to happen um, when you ban steroids.
3: <laughs> well, I, I, look, I, I think. It, it it does make you quit. Like I think it's one of those sports that just carries a little bit of a, an asterisk next to it all the time, and you sort of you, you don't know whether it's le- levelled out now because um, because everybody's either doing the same thing or it is now completely clean, and you get to see these guys on their merits. So the difference is is slight here and there. Um, ultimately, the clear difference in in the tour this year was the absolute strength and depth of Team Sky. Hmm. And their ability to be able to work as they went up all the hills for both Thomas and Froome, um, you know, was extremely significant. And, and that strength has has seen them dominate the sport at these major tours for six years now. So six, seven years with Wiggins before it as well. So um, credit where it's due, you know, you, you take your win, um, well done. But then a couple of these guys that don't have the same strength of team in behind them you just wonder whether they had that same level of support whether they could be doing the same things mm-hmm. that the guys that the winning the tour are doing so you don't even know whether you've quite separated the best from the next best or not but at the end of the day you can only take the um, the results on face value but there wasn't a lot of jockeying for position throughout it because of that dominance by sky so it was a bit was a bit vanilla um And as it played out, in the very first stage, there was a a fall with um, about 9 or 10 kilometres to go, and it meant that there was about sixty fifth or... It might have only been 40 riders that got through unscathed, and it basically meant that there was a 50-second difference between that first 40 and Mm. the rest of the peloton thereafter. And in the end, I think Dumoulin had gotten through, Mm. Geraint Thomas had gotten through... And Froome was 50 seconds back. Richie Port was 50 seconds back. And because there wasn't a lot of jockeying for positions and changes in positions, the uh, lesson learnt pretty much was if you didn't avoid that crash, um, you can't win. So, really, there was only 40 people that could win the event at that point and, and And of those that could actually get up the mountains and time trial, there was probably only two. So... Um, um, so hindsight says it's probably not it's not a great one but I think it produced a really good winner so um, uh, it'll just be interesting to see what happens in 12 months time and, and how the, the landscape has changed because a little bit like Formula 1 um, a lot of the guns change uh, outfits um, semi-regularly and, and, and try to get into a position where they get the support of a better team and uh, better riders around them and be given a little bit more depth and support um, and, and you get to lead your team because you've got ability, but you just you need that support and depth around you to be able to take the next step from being a top six, top eight rider to being top three, top two, and a potential winner. So it'll be interesting to see what happens next year with those those contending few, and where they end up relative to one another. Beautiful. Fantastic.
0: Well, as always, Timbo, thank you very much. That is way too professional for this podcast.
3: Unbelievably thorough rundown. Well, I've got 49 weeks to study up to sound professional <laughs> for next time. Then. <laughs> I'm Give sure we'll be call. in touch
0: before then. Great stuff.
3: In the meantime, go the Swans against Collingwood, oh, hey? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> See you guys. Always a pleasure. Thank you
0: beautiful well that was timbo
1: that's far too much information I'm, I'm in awe of how much that man knows about cycling and it, it's his not the thing is, it's, it's not even his sport like no it's, like get that's someone swimming watch, that's something he watches just to like
2: i was gonna ask him a a to question. i was gonna ask him a question but i thought,
0: you I'll, I'll thought i don't start. have another 45 <laughs> minutes
1: it's <laughs> probably thought we could ask him a question but he could probably get to it anyway yeah. but just let it run out <laughs> unbelievably thorough stuff
0: it's very very good in the English
1: language. uh
2: Excuse me. Uh, great analysis. Anyone have any more
1: to offer before Love we move it. on to EPL slash World Football?
0: EPL World Football odds and ends and all that other crap. Yeah. Yep.
1: So EPL World Football, once again, keeping the talking points theme, I will ask Fab, and Alex, of course, can weigh in here. In light of what's happened <clears> over the <throat> last week with Manchester United and Jose Mourinho and Anthony Martial and the, and the issues at the club there and how things are being reported, will Jose Mourinho see out the season
2: as MUFC manager? I think he'll... See out the sorry, you want no you No no, no, no go, in, go, respond, go ahead. Yeah. I go think ahead. he'll I think he'll see out the season. I think it would be wrong of the club to pull him. The, the club for, won't pull him. For for comments. I mean the comments were I, I
0: didn't think they were appropriate. What 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 was so it's just a Mourinho, typical Mourinho comment. He's having a bit of a pout. Because I for one to actually understand what he's pouting about. We're doing a pre season tour mm. and I understand commercially what he's saying is horrible because he's saying I wouldn't be paying tickets to come and watch this shit because yeah, we've got no one there. It is effectively the Man United Reserves playing Real Madrid Reserves. But he's also, he
2: was also saying that I haven't been given the appropriate funds to go and buy the, the players that I've, for I want. to, to for me, For me, he's massively... He's planning an exit.
0: I don't think he's planning an exit. I think he's planning you know what he's ex- doing? an excuse.
1: You know what he's doing? He's doing a Mick Malthouse. He's saying, keep paying me the money. You're paying me huge cash. And you know what? If you don't want to,
2: sack me. Hmm. He's, daring he's daring them to, to do something about it. I don't.
0: I, I think he wants the club to back him with a few purchases. You know, you know
2: what Potentially, mine, you want a hot take. It I think he's given up. I don't think he's given up. I think he's given up. I think. I do think, think he's you're right. Up. I think behind the scenes he's, there's there's some there's some friction there. He's probably wanted to to purchase he's, someone or, or is he sitting He, he, wants to, he
0: someone? He's to, an old school manager who wants people to come in and die for him, he, and you know that's he, just not the modern footballer. And that's a problem. You know, what he's what else, pissed off. You know what else is an issue? Lukaku, Pogba, and especially Lingard and 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 all and, all and Rashford, who were in the grandstands yep. on holiday. He's the type person. Give up your holiday. Your holiday was going to the World Cup, and that's a privilege come back at camp, forfeit well, because... That's, that's his problem. Yeah, but I agree with him. We, we play a game next Sunday.
1: Yeah, okay, what happens... These blokes haven't yeah. been
0: training at all. What happens in Christmas when
1: they're gassed? They're fatigued. They've been playing Rotate. For, they've been playing for 16 months. Rotate. You know what else Mourinho's problem Mourinho is? Mourinho doesn't do that, though. You know what else Mourinho's problem is? Keeps buying 29, 30-year-old players on huge cash. He's got a history of... I've been a big supporter of Jose when he sees... I thought he was the man we should have hired immediately after Ferguson... But I, I just it, there's every so often he does things, and I think that fire that used to be in you, I don't. I think he, I reckon he thinks he, oh, I can't beat Pep in a one on one. It's my team and his team today, absolutely.
0: But over a season, but over a season, got- I
1: can't beat him. I can't beat him. I think he's given up, and I think I reckon he's pouting and gesticulating and whatever. I think he wants to be sacked, mm-hmm. and he wants to be paid out and just leave. <sighs> And move on.
2: I I'm not. Gonna, I'm not liking gonna, anything
1: he's doing at the moment at all.
2: I don't think you're going to call United's bluff on that, and they'll they'll be ready to pounce on somebody like a Zidane or someone to bring him in. Mean, I heard that that was that's the front runner to a. You
0: know, I fear. That, I fear that if it we indicates. we United will have a horrible start to the season. Oh, absolutely. And that'll just derail everything. He'll he'll crack the shits. Yep. And then from there, we'll we'll be in Arsenal.
1: I reckon he could be. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go out We've and admit if things go badly. I reckon he could be out by November. I'm just getting cool. vibes from Jose. He doesn't want to be there. He's not mm. up
0: for it. He's not,
1: mate.
0: He's not up for it now because he's got. I, I I get frustrated. He keeps
1: on fucking targeting Harry Maguire for uh, for sixty million pounds. Mm. He reckons that's the fucking solution. Yeah, I don't agree. He thinks so, he thinks signing thirty year old guys. Look, to, what, Alexis, happened to the
2: what happened well, to Toby What happened to that?
1: Thirty years old again.
0: Holy shit. Mate,
1: like seriously, you keep on targeting short-term fucking band-aids on huge money. Players shouldn't want to be coming to Manchester United because you're going to be offering them £300,000 a week, which is more than a Spurs can offer you.
2: People should be coming to Manchester United to play for fucking Manchester United. Yeah, I agree with that. But as Fab was saying, with the kids these days, it's what it's all about. about He's going to...
1: Like I said, throughout his tenure, I've, I've been a relatively silent supporter of his um his his football is pragmatic and you know we finished second it was a very distant second he did finish second um the year before he threw in the towel and we had to win the europa league to make europe because he just he couldn't get us in the four he spent big money other managers spent big money but i'm just getting the point where i'm sitting there thinking when he leaves we are going to be in an enormous hole We've got, to think, we've got to think further ahead than this guy who's a short-term manager. We've got to think further but ahead. I think you'd be in a, in a massive... But but say, I don't think we'd we'll be in a hole either. I think so. I you know. just, I, I just, pace. Pace. Who's the next wave? Who's the next wave? Who's the next wave of Manchester United player?
0: And this is where I reckon I differ with a lot of people. There is no wave of Manchester United player. Your Manchester, it's like when people go... No, it's the whole Australian cricket team are the new.
1: But we can't buy everyone, Fab. We can't do what City do. We can't do what they do and just go out and buy everyone and fix our problems because we don't have the money because of the debt the clubs in. We don't have that. We don't have. We that have luxury. the money, Sean. We don't have that luxury. We anymore.
0: don't have the pro- right people to negotiate no, and no, go no, no, out no, no, and get no. the right people. We don't
1: have that. We are paying. What's the, is the interest? The interest is something ludicrous. Don't worry about that financially. You have we to are, worry about san- it. It's crippling. If Pep
0: was the manager, we'd be signing people because people want to play for we him. We don't have we don't have the money. Look at the way Mourinho just puts people on the outer. Look My, at the way he's treating Martial. Look disgusting. at the way he's mm. he's he's treating he's effectively baiting Pogba.
1: It's disgusting.
0: Alright? We can't lose
1: these guys and then realise it's because of the fucking manager.
0: He wants people and I understand he's the old school. You play for me or you don't play at all. But in this day and age they go, fuck you, I'm I'll play wherever I want. I'll leave and I'll play for X, Y, and Z. I
1: think it's. I think it's just going to end badly, and it could end quickly. I,
0: I look. I get a, a bad feeling as well, but I reckon it's more to do with. I reckon just we'll have a bad start and we won't recover. Like we are one week away from the season. Yep. And our squad hasn't trained. Yeah. That, now the EPL. A terrible population. The EPL. We were in that
2: situation when we had Arsene Wenger, when he would, he would. I can't remember which season, a couple of seasons ago. It was we were playing Liverpool, and then. We lost to them. I was like 3-0 drubbing or something. And in the press conference, he's like, oh, we weren't, we weren't really ready for that game. It's like, it's the start of the season.
0: Yeah, but the EPL, why are we back on the 11th of August on a World Cup year? Push it back. How does CETI, how does has the same teams, same amount of games, start later, have a Christmas break?
1: No, you can't have a Christmas
0: break. I'm saying, but CETI fits in a Christmas break
1: Christmas break doesn't make sense to me because they do it to alleviate fatigue, but then they just jam more fixtures into a tighter space after Christmas. No,
0: but what I'm trying to get at is A starts later and it has a Christmas break. So they're fitting more games into a. They, they condense a season. Why on earth is the Premier League coming back next week?
1: I don't necessarily disagree. When's the, when's the Charity Shield, Community Shield? This the, weekend. Yeah, this weekend. Um, fucking thank God we're not playing in that. Thank God we lost the FA Cup in an insipid, tepid, shitful performance. So it's. Chelsea, Man City. Man City, yeah. Jeez, that, would, that could have gotten messy for us.
0: Look, Man City's in the same boat. Their, a lot of their players aren't back. Yeah. They've got good depth. But they've got though. a de- deeper squad than us. And a manager that wants to be there. So, And a manager that doesn't have on The problem, with us, the problem with us, Man United's good players are all in the same kind of part of the field. So it's not like we're missing one striker, a midfielder, someone out wide, someone down back in the keeper. We're missing, we missed De Gea, and effectively our front six. Is this his... Third season? Yes.
1: Yeah. And I think that he's brought in Lukaku, whose World Cup was fantastic. Let's hope he continues that form. Let's hope he's allowed to continue that form. Yeah. Pogba's World Cup was fantastic. Let's hope he's allowed to continue that form in a system. He's 25. Fred 25, is obviously is a bit of an unknown quantity at the moment. Hopefully Another player who hasn't played? Helps us out. Hasn't trained? Um, hasn't been with the squad? It'd be, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Like I said, Jose is a, a pass master and engineering messy exits. So let's see how it tracks over the last little well, while. Makes so, little while.
2: And so Anthony Martial, he's on. He's on the out. He, he'll be. He'll be playing he'll, for Spurs. He'll be gone in three weeks. Okay, four weeks, yeah. and we'll have of lost of your next uh, of your next wave. We'll have, we'll have lost kind of we'll have tw- lost another
1: good. I don't believe in wave. I,
0: I think we can go out and recruit the right age demographic because you've got, but poor, we're not. Poor, poor no, poor, poor no, poor. We're, no, no, we're not. We're recruiting 30 year olds. We're not, but that's that's Mourinho. And that's fine if a 30 year old gets the job done. I agree with it, but mm. if they're not, they're going to yeah. be the right 29, 30 year thirty-year-old.
1: That's all right. We can look forward to Martial being really good for another team. That's, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I don't if, think
0: Martial will be a good Premier League player at another club. Yeah,
1: maybe. Um, Alex, Arsenal. Yeah. You're the Arsenal fan in the room. Yeah. A pass, mass, a pass, mark for Arsenal yes. is finishing.
0: A lot of ass, arse in there. Ass, pass, it's mass, a bit, Arsenal. A bit difficult to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: pass, mark for pass Arsenal mark, is yes. finishing. In the top four, okay. Given that it's it's Emory's first
1: for the season. first
0: time, you've actually put your your on the line. Okay. Oh, I it's on like the chopping block, the, the If you would have come out usually, with a six, that's the oh, sound of Alex's that, ball bag hitting the chopping block. Is,
2: is six me sitting on the fence?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that it's just very, would have been a typical Alex. Six is very kind of conservative. Comment. Oh, this Chelsea am, and Spurs I am and United
2: more the conservative. I think Manchester City uh, and Liverpool have improved their squads. Um. I think they'll be contending for the title this I year. I think
0: Liverpool will be, but I also don't. wouldn't be surprised if I know that Liverpool miss top four.
2: I know you guys obviously don't like Liverpool, but I think they've done quite well.
0: I don't like Collingwood either, but I'll give it just credit when credit it's, when it's, it's yeah. due. So
2: I think it's constrained in that top two, you know, and then I think we're... We, from There's what four I've seen, teams it,
1: duelling for third and fourth.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so Chelsea, it does, it Arsenal, does still United make it difficult for us. So I think a top four would be the mark that we need to hit
0: what United have got writing for them is the theory that Sean has horrible kit, good season. That is true. Last year, great kit. Great N- kit. Nothing happened. Just pretty ordinary.
1: Huh?
0: <laughs> this year, disgusting. David Moyes kit, one of the most
1: beautiful kits any team has it's ever worn. It's the greatest,
0: worn. it's the best looking kit United have ever worn. We were terrible. David Moyes. We
1: were, the whole outfit, you the, know know the socks were great, the shorts were great. Our, yeah, away, we were kit was, our away
0: kit was amazing as yeah, well. Yeah, it was great. And David Moore, he's had the best-looking team in the world that yep. just didn't play well. No. Yeah. We So we, this year we've got horrible kit, so... Fingers crossed on that theory. We're going to cover a little
1: bit more of the EPL next week. We'll do a Proper EPL preview show. Yes. Uh, on to F1 now. Obviously, had the race at Hungary at the weekend. Lewis Hamilton won that. Uh, goes into the summer break back at it uh, 23rd of August, I think it is. So they have about three, you know, near enough to four weeks off now for the summer break. And we've got nine races to go in the back end of the season. Hamilton's leaving the championship, I believe, is 24 points. So mm-hmm. more or less uh, a clean, one clean win. Um, Vettel's got a lot of work to do. Hamilton... Oh, Hamilton needs a DNF. And then and, and that can happen. It, yeah. But um, absolutely in the box seat. Uh, Lewis Hamilton to win his fifth World Drivers' Championship, would, which would actually break the deadlock with, uh, with Seb, who has what's, four.
0: what's the Constructors
1: sitting like at the moment? Uh, Merck, Ferrari, and then a distant third is Red Bull. Yeah. Uh, looks like Daniel will stay at Red Bull. There could be something on that pretty shortly. Mm-hmm. I think he's still holding out hope with uh, Kimi um, that something will happen there. It looks like Kimi will stay at Ferrari, which I keep saying it. It's just, what are they doing? Kimmy, you give you, it you to Charles were, Leclerc, yeah, Charles Leclerc, give it to someone else because Kimi's doing nothing. You're Why isn't him.
0: it Charles Leclerc? Because he's French. Charles.
1: So on the driver standings, like Charles de Gaulle,
2: Kimi's third. Yep. on the driver standings.
1: Um, look, it's a bit Bottas. Because yeah, Bottas doesn't really win in Bottas was referred to by his own team principal as a wingman. Okay. During the week, so hmm. Effectively, look,
0: this season has been Lewis wins, Seb and Kimi second and third. Yeah. Effectively, and then Kimmy's, an occasional different result. Kimi's role
1: hmm. is to run interference. If run he, into people. If you can. Look, and he's been a fantastic driver and, and he's unlikely not to have more World Drivers Championships than he does. He's only got the one, which was actually the least likely he'd look to win one in He didn't win many races that year. He just happened to be in the right place at the right time, come Brazil, and, and won the, the title, which was great. But he, he was he was due one by that point. He'd had some awful luck when he was at McLaren. But look, he, he's a guy that they're paying a lot of money uh, and they could get the same results from paying some guy a third of that. Sure. And if they wanted to actually give the seat to a guy who's fucking up for it, it'd be a Ricardo who uh, who
2: on the weekend drove pretty but well. It seems like it seems like Kimi's providing pretty good interference for for Vettel there's, there's there. There's been a lot of the, the, the Red Bulls, to- yeah, but the, the
1: Red Ferrari Bulls-
0: drive Ferrari generally go in with a, with a number one driver. They're old school, but all, Ferrari are Carlton. They're all they, like they're like not that. willing to
2: whether they admit it or not. They're all like they're all run like that. Oh, the middle of the rung teams aren't. They're very much...
0: And the other teams are evolving So you're talking about
2: Mercedes, the Ferraris, the Red Bulls.
1: The Red Bulls,
0: the Red Bulls are. The Red Bulls haven't got a clear number one.
1: The Stappen, I think, would be edging it because they love they love what he gives the team, hmm. which is marketing, but, presence, and the like.
0: The only reason McLaren don't do it is because the guy they got at number one is winning the world title. So Mercedes. Surely, yeah. So what do I say, McLaren?
1: McLaren don't do Horrible. it because they're terrible. Um, Why are they orange? Because that's the classic uh, Bruce McLaren colour, Orange. You're thinking of McLaren Mercedes, which was chrome, but the classic McLaren, McLaren colour was orange. Horrible. Well, it's, it's rude. I I, mate, I wanted them to be the day glow when they were with Honda. I wanted them to be the, the red and the white, but they fucked that up.
0: Cigarette advertising, Sean. Um, Think about the children.
1: Yeah, because you know, I've, I've been exposed to 30 years of cigarette advertising. I've somehow resisted the urge to light one up. <laughs> I don't know how. Gambling the same, I somehow resist the urge to do that. Oh. Don't you love it when they'll, they'll give you the odds, they'll go, will go. got a really juicy tip for you, just the $21 in race six, uh, but gamble responsibly, of course. It's oh, like, yeah. why have you priced him at $21, and clearly you don't think he's going to win, and you want me to piss my money up against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so F1, like I said, moves into the summer break. Yep. Um, not a done <clears> deal, but, but Lewis is well and truly in the box seat. Uh, next up, Fab, Spa, Franco-Champs. Oh,
0: very good. Whoa. Hopefully some carnage. The too.
1: best track on the circuit. Fantastic. And it's always, it's what's actually the really good. The, the way it's sorry?
2: What's the track we always think it?
0: Ba- uh, Bahrain or Baku. Baku.
2: Baku,
1: yeah. Baku Azerbaijan. Uh, Baku this week, Sean? That's uh, what I generally say. <laughs> Baksel, of course, is the Azerbaijani telecommunications partner of Manchester United. I think they're the Azerbaijani Telstra. We? But uh, yeah, so we're going to move on to Spa. That's always a really, really good way to kick in the, the back, back part of the year Because it's a brilliant track We've had three or four weeks off And everyone comes back into it on a track that's universally loved So uh, very much looking forward to that Does anyone have any odds and ends? Or yeah, other I've, I've got
0: some great odds and ends actually <laughs>
1: Before you we talk? go into
2: that fab, Deontay Wilder, Alex Has he been in the news? He has been in the news
0: Deontay he's Wilder update in
2: the news Tyson Fury, the guy that he's a man with a great loved. name I was going to yeah.
0: say we we need to add we need to throw in some some left of field stuff because Kelly will be listening to this guy and there's too much sport. Tyson Fury too much sport. Has, too much sport. Tyson, Kelly listens to it for all the rubbish. Tyson Fury
1: oh, right. has one of the worst
2: Dance. physiques for a professional athlete.
1: I don't seen. know what Tyson Fury looks like. It's, I know he's just got he, a great
0: name. he looks
2: like he said, Shrek. He did get a little bit bigger when he, he was yeah, 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 he, yeah, yeah. Was, he was he was battling some things some yeah personal things. He, he and wait. he and Craig oh, no, Parry. So He had he had anxiety depression that kind of thing. He, he went away. He had, yeah. And what he ate. No, he came, He's come back, and he he's looking a lot fitter now. He's six nine. He's a big. He's a big massive boy. guy, but he was just he was fat. Like you look at him, and you
1: look at like Anthony Joshua.
2: Yeah, Anthony Joshua is a specimen.
1: Anthony Joshua goes to the gym,
2: <laughs> and like he trains. Fury does go to the gym now, so he is he is getting oh, he, he's getting into he, it. He and, got like a free membership uh, as I say, fitness a, first. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, there is a fight looming with uh, with Wilder. not Wilder crush him? I think it'll be a very interesting fight because both. Well, Wilder's is more unorthodox than than Fury. Is he Fury is actually more of a natural. No, should ban Southpaw. More of a fat. natural, um, unless pop, they so. fight each other. Yeah, all Southport should be banned. So that'd be fantastic to watch. Um, there was a fight over the weekend. Dillian White beat um, beat Joseph Parker, which is which was a, a big fight for the for what? Just bragging rights. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think so they fought for pink slips. <laughs> <laughs> White was looking to, looking to get a uh, a rematch with, with Joshua at some point, so I think that was... Oh, did Joshua beat him? Sorry? Had Joshua beaten him previously? No, no, he's just the number one challenger uh-huh. after beating uh-huh. Joseph Parker now, so... Because um, what belts... Is Joshua the undisputed... Not the unified... Not the unified. Uh, no, so one belt eludes him. And that's Who holds And w- what Wilder's got Oh, really? Yeah, well, correct. fucking why aren't they fighting? That's the question everybody's been asking.
0: A lot to lose for both of them. Oh. So I reckon it's all... Pissing there's, up the wall, but nothing's There's a ever lot of happen.
2: he said. He said
0: the boxing. Of... <laughs> <laughs> he said. He said. He yeah. said. The
2: boxing
1: federations <laughs> would be sitting there going. We had over a decade of well, the Klitschko's like not just re- refusing to fight. And one people another.
0: don't even know which one was fighting. I, I'm yeah. fighting a Klitschko. I reckon yeah. boxers were going. they will go They'll get to their press conference. Is this
1: Vladimir so. or who was the other one? Who's the bloke I'm fighting? Vitaly. I know it's one of the Klitschko's. Vitaly. Vitaly. We, Vladimir was the better one. Yes.
0: Vladimir is the is in like the Russian. In Russian po- Ukrainian politics at the moment. Yeah, yeah, he is. yeah. I yeah, thought you were going to say and he's a And the other guys married to.
1: No, no, Vladimir's uh, no, married Vladimir's to Hayden f- Panetti. Yeah, correct.
0: So the politician's married to Hayden.
1: She could be a potential future uh, First Lady of the Ukraine.
0: Jesus. This is the little girl in. Uh,
1: Heroes. And It hero. 3.
0: No, what's the other movie? Um, Bring It On 3. Alex's favourite. Is that that with uh, Gab Union?
1: Uh, no, Gab Union was the first one.
0: Um of oh, oh, Kelly's favourite Kelly uh, okay. favorite movies. What's it called? Remember the Titans. She's the little go the little girl in that. Yeah,
1: who knows football inside out. Yeah. She's the best coach on the team. She's a old girl. There you go. That's one of the, my favorite movie stereotypes whenever they do like it. Generally all of these movies are set in I love in, that movie. It's in Alabama, it's in the South or whatever. It's in Texas, that yeah. that southern United States. And they're 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 a football town and mm. they all love football and like the, the children are like football savants. Like, they're, they're, like you've got a Harvey, for example. He's, like, just running the show. He's coaching the, the local team, but he's four. He's got his Tom Landry hat, and he's standing on the sidelines, and, and no one bats an eyelid. They're like, that kid knows what he's doing. And like, it's just fucking terrible.
0: I love it. Great soundtrack to that movie. Very good soundtrack. Ain't
1: no mountain high enough.
0: It's one of the songs, yeah.
1: Was damn it in that one? Blake 182?
0: Jesus. Horrible song.
1: Horrible song. Fab. We want to just go over this briefly. Fab, a huge fan of Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, no, that's
0: fine. Got to, yeah, that's that's fine. fine. You're not, nothing, not crossing, crossing any line there? No, no, nothing wrong with that. No, no, no not now. Well, yeah, it was, yeah. was. You know, teen, what do they call it? Can't hardly wait. No, teen crush, like a... Like yeah, teen crush. A, whatever, yeah. Yeah, you know. Had a poster on the wall. Posters on the wall, pictures in the diary type st- stuff, yeah? Yep. Yeah, general she, he, heterosexual type, you know, late teen stuff. Yeah, it's not a
1: problem with that. Yeah. It's very common, very natural. Um, <laughs> Fab told me that Blink-102, one of my favourite bands, their song, Damn It, was not in the movie Can't Hardly Wait. And I disputed this vehemently, so much so we looked up the clip. And it's played in and the it's background. In, it's, it's in the fucking like like movie. It's played on someone's headphones.
2: And I, I clarified to say that if there was a it's in soundtrack the of the movie, it would be included in the And it is on, on the, on the soundtrack. soundtrack. It is on the soundtrack so is in it's, the in, it's movie, in the movie. movie. So lick I wasn't my balls.
0: watching Can't Hardly Wait for the music show.
2: Sure. No, you probably weren't. I think it was in Go You're as probably, well. Probably not.
1: Hmm. That was a good film. Um, so, so Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. <laughs> just back to them. Yes, we're going to have <laughs> to. spent a lot of time on these bloke. And they're going to fucking fight each other. It's going to be like Pacquiao and and Mayweather all over again, yeah. isn't it? We're going to have to
2: wait ten years. The Klitschko and, and Joshua fight was arguably bigger than that. It was massive. That was a yeah,
0: huge but Klitschko fight. was one hundred and thirty-seven years old. One hundred thirty-seven years old. Years old. But he, he put I don't up know how a, old? Pretty turned But He got, his, so he got like, his ass. Like, yeah.
2: Once those two fighters fight and hopefully they still have their belts to defend and and, and, and that's unify, the thing. unify everything that's the problem obviously, that's the things that. i don't think
0: th- they want to unify the belts that's what you want not that's just the boxes want no i don't think that's what off. i mean Fury that's un- what that, no that's what the general public want yeah but the the they make whatever you money call them the commissions yeah. Fury there's more title the, fights going on if yeah. the belts are split if yeah. one bloke holds all the belts then it's a bit that's
2: great oh, do you have to put
0: all your belts have to yeah, put all, like, your the- yeah, <laughs> all your so, balls yeah, on yeah, the Yeah, it's
1: WrestleMania 6.
0: No, but I'm saying, if you hold three belts, do you have to.
1: I think you can stipulate if it's. All, everything's on the table. Yeah,
0: anyway, so once they're unified, how do they then get broken up?
1: Well, because you can stip- stipulate. Fight vacate, for, someone
2: can vacate a belt or something. They can strip you of a belt yeah. for being a, you know, a rapist. So that's how it's going to happen. <laughs> Botch I don't
1: know if that happened with Mike, did it? Had he been beaten at that point by Buster Douglas? Oh jeez. because
2: in prison he couldn't defend the belt. No, no, that's right. That would have been pretty awesome though if they had a title fight in prison. So Fury had to vacate his the belt. So he was the lineal unified heavyweight champion. He had all of the belts at one point, um, and then they all got split up, and everyone you know was clamoring for them. <laughs> it's like the start of a fucking. Sorry. Like, one what are, are you those, talking? No, no, no. Films. Just
0: talking about belts. It just reminded me when we watched that clip when Connor. They got to oh, give. Connor, where's my fucking belt? <laughs> they give him his where's belt. Where's my second he fucking goes, oh, that's belt? Where, that's already my belt. Go and get me another belt. And he says oh, a billion dollar industry, and you don't even have my belt ready. <laughs> where's I don't understand in <laughs> yeah, UFC. In UFC, like.
1: how can you be the interim champion against someone else? I don't. understand. It's just ridiculous. I don't if know. There is no champion. The number one and two contenders fight for the belt. It's not Fab. You're the uh, you're the interim champion. Because you just happened to be in the office at the time. So here's the belt. And then you're going to fight someone else to determine who's the... She's like, the, the fuck does that mean? Like I said, just do um, Survivor Series 1998, Deadly Games Tournament. The Rock wins it at the end. There's no champion. We have a, a fucking tournament. And the guy that wins the tournament wins the belt. And he's the champion. Don't have interim champion Conor McGregor fighting... Yeah. Like fucking prospective champion Jose Alto, whatever his name was. They're I'd all play. champions. That's why. Oh, they're You've all champions. Them, yeah, yeah. F- fucking bullshit.
0: Kelly just texts me a uh, an emoji of a, of a penis.
1: Is it an actual penis or like a courgette? It's it's it's,
0: it's a it's a number eight with three s- three equal signs and a capital D. Is it spunking? And then she said, "It it, it is." Yeah, and she said, "Did you laugh?" So belatedly, she's obviously done it to, to get a mention on the pod. So she did. Hey, Kelly. <laughs> So um, good.
1: So that's boxing. Twenty eight, twenty eight dresses. Oh, made six months. I didn't, I didn't even listen to it this month. So week. you've given up on that. I need to dry out. Sorry. I needed to dry out from it because I'm just sick of Eric Bischoff shit. <laughs> oh shit! Every time he comes on that show and he talks about the industry, you're like, mate, there's a reason it was run. It was like run into the ground. You were running it. There's a reason it's no longer around. There is a reason it's crap. Well, because you didn't know what you were doing. Talk to us when you're back on it, mate. Oh fuck. <laughs> they do, they do, they need. I don't even know what they're talking about. Like it's just fucking.
0: Uh, Are you, sh- you allowed to talk talk, talk about the the,
2: I, I the terror me.
0: plot? At, at your place of employment. Probably or not. Probably not. It's probably ideal. We don't. The man you is talking, sacked. You, you were talking about <laughs> wrestling, and uh,
2: I just an article popped up this week, and I don't call back. No, Madrid have been awarded with a WWE Championship by Triple H. For the football club. Yes, Real Madrid. Yeah, were given a championship belt. Yeah.
0: What for? We, we've been photographed with a lot of wrestlers. Uh, yeah, on recently a, on, on our tour. Yeah, recently. A lot of wrestlers I don't even know the name of. Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Mysterio. Was,
1: was John Cena? John Cena is him? the biggest man alive. He's too big.
0: John Cena was pretty funny in Blockers the movies.
1: He was. He wasn't bad, but he was, he's too big, and he wears like those plaid shirts, and it just makes him look like a. It makes him look like a dining table.
2: <laughs> the Rock is too big.
1: Cena's bigger than the Rock. Is I don't he? think so. I reckon no. he is.
2: You know the what Rock's puts everything more in is, proportion? You know what puts everything into perspective? I saw a photo of, and you might have seen it, Fab, but it was uh, Mark Wahlberg, The Rock, and then Shaq. Mark Wahlberg's like four feet tall. He is, but he's wide. He's a pretty big guy. He's wide. But The Rock, you think, is quite large. And you see Shaq next to him. Shaq just... Shaq's
0: a big man. I reckon, the,
1: rock is, I reckon, he's like,
2: I reckon the Rock's like 6'2", which is big. 6'2",
1: six 6'3". Six no, the rock, he's, he's no not he's not. the rock is my
0: height. And given that we're, hey, you know. You're in better shape. and not A non visual medium. Yeah, I'm in much better shape than the Who rock.
2: Who did you compare the rock's physique to? <laughs> Lance
1: Whitnall. <laughs> <laughs> Lance. By the way. He would say, like, the rock's, body li- the rock's body is his livelihood. And Fab drew the longest bow I reckon I've ever heard. And saying that Lance <laughs> Whitnell. It's like, well,
2: mate, I don't know. Jesus, man. I don't know. No, the wrong. whole thing was. You're getting paid to, to. You're getting
0: paid to be a professional great. athlete. And Lance had. Chronic knee uh, issues because it was carrying too much weight. Because you couldn't train. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. I'm in the middle of it.
1: <laughs> so that that all we got on boxing, uh, Alex. Yeah, for now. Oh shit.
0: For now. Can, can I can I can I bring it up? I've been oh. I keep keeping the powder dry. I
1: just realised I didn't introduce anyone at the start of the show again. Yeah.
0: So right. hey hey baby steps. Okay. You got the batteries right. Yeah, we got the batteries right. right. You've 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 cleared that. You've cleared the memory card. We can now. Uh, it's we can't do everything. You Two got, out of three ain't bad. So
2: I was just gonna introduce myself. Think
0: but... think think of the top four, right? Change the batteries, tick. Done. Clear the car, Done. tick. Done. Shit MGA intro, tick. Introduce the actual people who talk on the pod, Ah, we can let that slip. Uh, you got you're keeping your powder dry. What have we missed out on? Regulance. Alex goes good day. And I say, yeah. Buenos Aires We don't really say Um
1: much. What do you what are you keeping your powder dry on?
0: Alex. Yes. And I want, I wanna I wanna see your face while while I say this. Oh no. Julian Edelman has been handed a four-game suspension for PED use. Oh, no. will miss the first four games of the NFL regular season. Is it a
1: four-game suspension or like a four-day suspension?
0: Four-game, and he's not allowed to train. Oh. So he can't be in the facility for PED use.
2: Yeah, again, I think it was... Yeah,
0: hold on. Go. Give no, me...
2: I've, did you read the whole article on...
1: on
0: yeah, the I, 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 I read... It's, this is just my putting I it in. Just read the headline and got hired. this is going, yeah, in, this is. Is going yeah. in the file this is going in the Penske file of times New England tried to cheat
2: no it's not
0: so go defend because I've, I've got I've got more
2: what was but- he taken? No, I, my understanding. When I your understanding,
0: your understanding is well,
2: you don't know. I don't know.
1: Aod nine
0: six eight two. Whatever the, the bomb oh, of the horse was, tranquilizers uh, and all that type of stuff. He was on I, I, thought was some,
2: I thought it was food. I thought it was some sort of food. Oh, that it wasn't was, was Lockie
1: Keefe. Didn't like they? I didn't have? Was I think he was dining in uh, Auckland. Canelo
2: Alvarez style. You know, he's eating some wrong produce. And oh yeah, yeah. I, I routinely,
1: I routinely eat steaks that are laced with PEDs.
0: That's for yours. That's why you're so buff. I'm enormous. Speaking of buff.
1: Buff Bagwell. <laughs> buff Bagwell.
0: <laughs> we should, at the end of this at the end of this <laughs> season, we should auction off. <laughs> we should. <laughs> <laughs> Just to bring a bit of context here, my wife, when I first met my wife, I, um, I'll um, i tell a story about the first time. I met my wife actually when I was about seven. Okay. Went past. My dad had to pick up uh Collingwood membership from her dad. Uh-huh. And so I went... How did they know each other? Well, Kelly's dad's a painter Uh and Collingwood member. And the lady who worked at the paint store, it was her husband's 40th birthday, who were family, friends with us. So while we organized a big surprise 40th birthday party, my dad's one and only job was to take Ross, who was a Collingwood supporter, to the football for the day. Occupy him, so when they came home, big surprise party, blah, blah, blah. But obviously dad being a Carlton member, didn't have any... Access to the Collingwood members. So, his wife had organised, as she worked at the paint store, with Dave, my my father-in-law, to to give his membership to to my dad, so that my dad could take. So he
1: went to collect the membership, and you went for a spin.
0: Yep. And uh, while my dad went outside with Cal's dad, I, I sat in the lounge room with uh, with Kelly. I okay, think we were yeah. about seven at the time.
1: Yeah. What did you have a chat about?
0: I, I, I don't recall, but. And then when Kelly and I started dating, we picked Kelly up one night. We had a family function on. We took one car. And my dad gets to the front of the house and goes, Kel, does your dad collect beer bottles or something? Or collect bottles? And he goes, yeah, how do you know this? And then dad recalls... Because I've been stalking him. <laughs> so um, anyway, so when I first meet Kelly you
1: know when, know we're, was when like? we're old, I
0: walk into her parents' garage and there's a portrait <laughs> of Buff Bagwell. <laughs> Painted by Kelly. <laughs> hanging, complete, hanging.
1: Complete with choker and uh, moustache.
0: Yes, goatee. <laughs> and um, taking pride of place in the... Uh, <laughs>
2: Sean, Sean's lost. So, uh,
0: I recalled this story to Sean, and Sean was like, you oh, needed to see it. I needed so, to see it. So,
1: that's, <laughs> that's a very good likeness. I've just got a picture. Um, of my
0: so um, I texted my father-in-law. Is that Marcus? Thinking,
1: Marcus Bagwell? I think that's his... Yeah, he's not... He group. wasn't born buff, Bagwell. He became buff no, through exactly. training and PED use. So I texted my that's father-in-law... That's
0: him? That's him. ...and said, do you recall the Buff Bagwell portrait, blah, blah, blah? Thinking he's probably still got it, but he's got it got it away or in the roof or whatever. Two minutes later... Actually, Sean, <laughs> no. we'll post this on social media. We'll post it. That's great. And we'll, we'll give it away as a, as a prize. <laughs> Into
2: the year. Five-time world tag team champion, Buff Bagwell. Buff
0: Bagwell. Kelly Buff, loved herself some Buff, uh, Buff, Buff Bagwell. Buff
1: could, could never really transition into the singles arena.
2: No. Buff. So what, what's Buff doing? He's a male jiggler. <laughs> he's had some other names as well. So yeah, well, this is interesting. Okay, what's he got? So Buff Bagwell, obviously. Yeah. Christian. Fabulous Fabian. No.
0: <laughs> no. No, that's, no, you're making that
2: no, up. I'm, I'm 100% on this. You know, this is Wikipedia. A Buff Bagwell non de plume. Here are other names. The Handsome Stranger. Okay, that's a bit weird. Marcus Bagwell. <laughs> handsome Stranger. Isn't that a. Isn't names? that
0: your signature move? <laughs> 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 Buff. That's very interesting. Sorry, we've, 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 been, been, side, we've been sidetracked. The fabu- that fabulous Fabian stuff is obviously made up.
2: No, it's not. It's on here. Is well, it on we. Wrestlepedia I or something? I need to do a bit of digging. Oh, maybe
0: I'll. But we'll post. Both the, the uh, culture, it's beautiful. The the that's a beautiful. I love it. It's a great piece of artwork. It's a beautiful
2: oh. likeness. There's
1: yeah. No doubt about I it. I want to
0: hang it in one of the boys' bedrooms, but just shows an inspiration. Oh, so. so
2: yeah. So did you say he was on a featured on a reality show called Gigolos, yeah, where he's embracing his lifestyle as a male escort? I didn't know. I didn't think
1: he was a gigolo. I thought he was just like a male escort. I did not But apparently, he is. A, he's a gigolo. <laughs> apparently, that's the case.
0: Well we. Yeah. Uh, so, Moving back to the P, I know, yeah, we have kind to give him an out. I here. think
1: Buff, I think Buff was taking a few PEDs.
0: So using a lot of like baby oil. So and another another bit of evidence in the uh, Patriots cheating dossier. But um, do you want to defend this, Alex? Defend this, Edelman, Alex. So Edelman out. Amendola's obviously been traded. Sure.
1: Is he the one that shot? Um, someone? Jordan Who Matthews
0: shot? has done a significant hamstring. Has been cut. Who shot yep. someone? Didn't
1: someone? Didn't the Patriots play kill someone?
0: No, I think you're talking about Plaxico.
1: No, didn't didn't some Patriots guy, like, shoot somebody? Recently. Recently enough for me to remember well, it. No, it wasn't recently.
0: You're basically left with what a wide receiver.
1: Who is this? I'm not making this up. He shot some... Did he kill them?
0: No.
2: No, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember what's your.
1: I'm going to type what? into Google, Patriots murderer.
0: Well, you do that while I, I question Alex on the wide receiving stocks of the New England Patriots. So, Aaron Hernandez is no- the
1: first fucking thing that came up. <laughs> Literally, it's the first yeah, murder. I'm
0: trying to remember. Yep. I mean, not recently. Aaron Hernandez, and sorry. Yeah, Patrick Hernandez. That, was. that wasn't, wasn't recent. Born to be alive. Born to be alive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't think he is alive anymore.
0: Alex, how long do you want to ignore this for?
2: Ignore what? That's My, my question.
0: beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You're engrossed in, in researching Buff Bagwell. No. Yeah, I am, actually. I am. No Edelman. Fabulous Fabian. No Edelman. No M no no Okay. Jordan Matthews has been cut.
2: Tom Brady's 75. You're left
0: with Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan. And Philip Dorsett.
2: Matthew Slater, a few other, yeah. But Uh, anyway, yeah, we're light. Your your strength has always been
0: Tom's ability to sling it.
2: I feel like like wide receivers, But we were light last season. And Gronk isn't getting younger. We were light last season. Gronk Gronk is the less. You
0: still had had Amandola. And you still had Amandola.
2: Yeah, okay. So one or two, you know, key players.
0: So no Edelman, <laughs> no women. No, we've
2: lost one of them. We got one, out of, you know, one key player. Oh, in I the love right Alex's optimism. Yeah, position. look, we're missing five or six key players
1: because he
0: knows he's got a few other extra cheating. What
2: about Rob? What about the big Gronk?
0: I reckon the Gronk's going to hit a wall.
1: I reckon the Gronk is the least mobile pro athlete I've ever seen.
2: Malcolm Mitchell, he's, he's held together. Or Kenny Britt. Who the fuck is that?
1: I feel like Ari Gold when he walked into the lot. Remember, when he goes, "You're taking someone's spot." He goes, "Never fucking heard of him." <laughs> Who are these people? They're they decent.
2: Bill decent pieces.
1: Bill should have gone to the Cleveland Browns. Back. Kenny Britz. i so Cle- to Bill the Cleveland. Malcolm Browns.
2: Mitchell. Decent.
0: I, I reckon you're light.
2: We are light. There's no doubt about that.
0: And I think you're going to join the conga line behind uh, the Sydney Swans, Geelong Cats, yeah, and uh, right off the edge of that, and cliff. the Hawks, and that cliff is coming.
2: So Tim will be all about us then, I think, won't he? He was uh, all about the Swans and
0: oh, Tim loves himself some Swans. <coughs> Bit of background: Tim's Tim's parents. I know th- t- definitely Tim's father is a is a Swans supporter.
2: I agree with Tim in part. On his,
1: his Actually, identity. Tim's
0: sister. What of Tim's sisters is a Swan supporter too. His other sister is a Geelong supporter. What so, so
1: what about his cousins? Who do they follow? I uh, no idea. Yeah.
2: So How are the Eagles going? Second or whatever, third, second.
0: I think he's referring to my reigning Super Bowl champion Eagles. Yeah, I think they have just put the Q
1: in the rack. I don't think they care. I think they're happy to be shit for another fifty years. We're the, we're the Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, we've won one again. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's us it. Done. That's it. You're done.
0: It's like when bu- people go, "Oh, the Bulldogs," you know, instead of kicking, going after yeah, their no premiership, they've become there's pressure now. Do you we've think the Bulldogs supporters every care every
2: season to be decent to make a Super Bowl? It's like it's ridiculous pressure. Who? The Patriots.
0: Yeah, you'll cheat and you'll get there. You'll pay
1: someone off, you'll do something weird with the Ridiculous. equipment,
0: anyway. you'll,
1: like, you know, Bill Belichick will wear more cut-off sweaters.
0: So do you reckon there he walks is, into the store, gets brand new tops, and cuts them up?
2: You'd ask someone else to do it.
0: You wouldn't cut his own stuff?
2: No, I wouldn't have thought so.
1: Did you ever read that article about the guy going through what, what you have to do to be a Patriots coach? Yeah, you did send me that. That was, was ludicrous. They work incredible. for like less than minimum wage, just drawing plays. Yeah. They watch game footage, or as the Americans call it, film. Film. And then, which is not on film anymore. It's on disc or hard drives. And they watch film, and then they'll, then they'll draw up the play on a bit of paper
2: and give it to Bill.
1: Hmm.
2: Is the man insane? Uh, he is insane a little yeah. bit, yeah. Like... But I think you have to be. Yeah. To, to, to yeah, coach at that level, it's just manic but uh can't wait for that to start
0: Preseason game starting a couple it'll be weeks. fantastic when
2: the season kicks oh, yeah, off yeah i can't wait really good really good you're gonna oh we're gonna
0: get you into the nfl this season no, you won't. yeah yeah we will
2: nope. do you support a team nope we'll get you a team nope detroit lions
1: all about the detroit lions
0: pizza detroit lions fan
1: oh, i don't follow anyone Got i don't have fucking time to follow one of these teams i don't care game shit NBA is the same.
0: The guy who was drafted in the first round to the Detroit Lions this year rocked up in Eddie Murphy's
1: Detroit Raw. Lions. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, from Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> I watched. I told you no, I watched Beverly Hills Cop. I think I told you to said that last he week. You said it was shit. I said I re it, and I was like, this isn't like
2: it's an all right movie. Aaron Rodgers looks in good form.
0: He's the best quarterback in the NFL.
2: Ta- talent wa- arm, why? Wa- he's got a great arm. Yeah. He's got a great arm on him. Um,
0: I reckon Andrew Luck could have been the best quarterback in the NFL But definitely Aaron Rodgers is Andrew Luck is just Shit out of it Shit out of Luck
1: It's
2: just irrelevant now
1: I, I even, love I those that.
0: cartoons We don't even know what's wrong with you
2: <laughs> The problem with Aaron Rodgers is he, he gets in his own head a bit like if, if things don't go his way he blames everybody else but himself he, you know,
0: Lewis Hamilton a little bit? Whereas you
2: know Brady's got heart and, and, and IQ And cheating Doesn't need it He's got the rule book in his back pocket doesn't need
1: it knows every loophole
0: mm. the tuck rule there's some I, think that I, I reckon he's got see, a tuck rule see. tattooed on his ass yeah? yeah, got, we've we got one championship with that what's the other one oh yeah we'll, we'll film illegal practices from our opposition
1: were teams doing that in any given Sunday yeah, yeah correct
0: any given Sunday is a movie yeah, Willie Beeman Willie Beeman wasn't out there yeah, winning you, Super yeah, but, Bowls yeah
1: but where the fuck
2: do you think what happened against the, the where Falcons? do you think the writers got that from or the Legion of Boom what happened there mate which one Seahawks, Falcons. Whatever yeah, you whatever. probably
0: paid someone. Oh come on! To throw when you have the best running back in the league. Oh, I think I think we'll, we'll try a pass. We'll try a pass here. They were too clever by half. Mm. Uh, have you
1: got anything else for us, Fab? Odds and ends. You look like you did before, but yeah, did. no, no, it was it was you've pitted off that Edelman
0: suspension. I can't believe you've let him off that lightly. Well, his, his no bike has been suspended I, for PEDs, it's like, This is the AFL. They're running him out of the game. Justin Charles got 15
1: weeks. I had no idea it had even happened until you mentioned it five minutes ago. Justin Charles
0: was... I'm confusing him. Sean Charles was the Indigenous bike who played for us. Broke his leg. Did Justin Charles have a, a like a girl run onto the ground? Uh, it's like Greg Stafford. He was doing like a post-game interview. No, or she, she stalked him. He played
1: for Sydney and Richmond, and she, she was stalking him. And she just run on the ground at the end of a game. Yeah, or something. she went up to him and, and he was like, get away from me. Wow. It's quite a serious thing. Hmm. Um, yeah, look, I just don't care about it because the NFL, I, I take it, it. Hmm. all even. Right. you get into it. We'll we're s-
0: we're spiralling as far as time goes, so we're going to end this up. I, I did watch something interesting. Sure. And I don't know if any of you caught it. Pete put me on it. the Arndo um, has some show on the ABC where he paints portraits of celebrities and talks to them about that.
1: Was he smiling?
0: Their life. Ah, uh, no, yeah, he does. He loves guy. to smile. He interviewed Adam Goods. That's what we watched today. It was, it was quite a good interview, guys, for about half an hour. But while he interviews them, he paints their portrait. Uh-huh. The bloke is talented, and I'm talking about seriously talented.
1: I always thought he was Sydney NRL Footy Show funny. It's a very particular type of comedy. NRL footy the, this bloke, this right. bloke,
0: shouldn't be a comedian. He does the IGA ads, but he's a comedian. He, could run, he can earn a living just painting portraits. He's mate, amazing.
1: Artists, mate. You know how good you have to be as an artist to make a living? You know how good yeah. you have to be? Yeah. They've got, they've got artists applying for a living wage through the government because they can't make any fucking money. They don't have a real job. So, yeah. You got anything else to offer on that?
0: No, I'll just give him a shout-out, say it was a good show and, and the guy's got some talent. Okay. And, Fantastic. But hey. the,
2: I've got some... Sp- um, MLB. News. Yeah, let us, oh, give okay. us some MLB. Series. Yep, Sox and, and Yankees. Yep. Four-game series at Fenway. Um,
0: Sox are on top. AL East. And seems to be worried.
2: Playing really good good baseball. Sox are? Yeah.
0: Yep. Aaron Judge hurt his wrist mm-hmm. um, a week back, so um, he won't be playing. He's out for about a month.
1: Mm-hmm. I think he's going to miss 40 games.
0: So... <laughs> <laughs> um, like we said, until it reaches playoffs, it's like you yeah, want to win this jostling, series, it's but jostling for yeah.
2: for position. But just the strength of the AL East versus all the other divisions. I think I think I think the Yankees and the Red, Sox, the Red Sox,
0: Sox will meet in the pennant,
2: in the ALCS. Mm. Yeah, the, the pennant. Yeah, the ALCS.
1: Sorry. yes,
0: Sean, the ALCS. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the American League.
2: So good little teaser.
0: Not championship series. Yeah,
2: that's the one. Is it an appetizer, is it? That's
0: it. The yeah, Americans... Peritif. Uh, un- <laughs> How
2: are the Indians going? The Indians are on top of AL Central. Chief Wahoo. Chief Wahoo.
0: Do you find it weird that the Americans call entrees... like Their mains are called entrees.
2: Yeah, I find oh, that strange. Like, sorry? I what do they call entrees? Appetizers. What do they call mains? They don't have mains.
0: They don't have mains. It's because they're called entree. entrees. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that when you were there? No, well, no I, I tend to
1: only eat at McDonald's, so <laughs> it's not an issue. <laughs> no, no, no. They number their meals. Number 16, please.
4: Yep.
0: And you just didn't order a Big Mac? Or...
1: No, i more of a chicken nugget kind of guy. Okay.
0: Big Mac, large order fry, and a cherry pie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where that's from? No, I don't. It's either raw or delirious, one of the two. Oh,
1: I, haven't, I haven't seen that in ages.
0: It's um, when he's doing an Asian... Taking the piss out of an <laughs> African American. <laughs> the whole gag was, you know, Americans, and when they have, you know, they imitate imitating Asians. They did the, you know, the Asian voice. And he goes, "When you go to Asia, do you reckon they imitate us a like, Big Mac, large order, fry, and a cherry pie?"
1: <laughs> I wonder, whatever happened to Eddie's comedy?
0: Mate, Eddie's like literally seventy years old. Hmm. Is he? I don't think he's seventy years old. I reckon Eddie's <laughs> up there, mate.
1: I'm going to, look, we're going to look this up right anyway, now. Anyway, look it, so it off it off
0: pod. Let's let's say goodbye. We're going to give you... Because <laughs> that's, what, that's what the listeners want. They want to hear two bikes feverishly typing away. Sorry,
1: how is so, Eddie? How old is he, Fab? He's it's 57 years old. He is, yeah, he's, he's 70 years old. <laughs> he's literally 70 years old. He's 57. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? I did. That was Eddie's laugh. Yep. I didn't know that. Well, it's been a wide-ranging uh, chat. It's been a riot. It's been a... Well, we, we, we won't go so far as to say it's been a laugh, right? And then will leave that up to anyone else it's been fast and loose. For Alex Billen Catch you all Fabian Guadagnolo
0: Take care, people
1: And me, Sean Peterbatch Thank you very much And as we go to the outro, listen to a little bit of If it bleeds, we can kill it
2: It's using the trees Watching and waiting Killing us off one by one The chopper is close, but this thing is too fast. We won't make it. It's pointless to run. Talk. No more games.
1: I don't know what it was. The jungle came alive. Go on. It happened very fast. Not easy to describe. But you must have wounded it. Unless my eyes deceive. When the big man was killed. Its blood was on the knee.
2: If it bleeds, we can kill it. She discovered the key. There is proof we can wound it. So repeat
3: after me. If it bleeds, we can kill it. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah, now take a stand. Yeah, take a stand. Yeah, take a stand. We can bring down this basket. We can bring down this basket. If we stick to the plan, if it bleeds, it is, if it bleeds we can kill it.